Okay. What is up, my fellow agents? Welcome to the New Agent Edge podcast, the only podcast dedicated to helping new real estate agents stand out and succeed in the crowded market that is real estate. Before we get started, I want to sincerely thank you for listening. If you enjoy the podcast, take a second and subscribe to it. If you really want to show us some love, then take a minute and leave a five-star review in iTunes. This is the New Agent Edge podcast. Enjoy the show. Okay, on today's show, we have a very amazing guest whose expertise is in social media, and I think you're really going to enjoy. But first, I want to share something with you. It's a book that I recently read called The War of Art by Stephen Pressfield. I want to continue to give you something every episode, and this week, I think I may give this book away to someone who tweets this episode with the hashtag NAE Podcast and at Laurie W. Davis, because that's our guest today. I chose this book because it's a short read, and it's one of those books that you don't know how much you need it until you've read it. His book describes what he calls the resistance and how you overcome it. The resistance is another way of saying procrastination. It's also another way of looking at the many excuses that we come up with for not doing the necessary work needed to be really successful in life. If you're a writer, that means writing. If you're a musician, that means practicing. If you're a realtor, that means meeting people and building relationships. But we allow so much BS and nonsense to get in our way of us doing just that. Uh, How many times have you sat down at your desk at 9 a.m., buckled yourself in, determined to make those calls, mail those letters, and go to those broker open houses? And when you finally look up, it's 3 p.m., and you haven't met or talked to a single new person. And now you have to pick up the kids get groceries, pay bills, watch your favorite TV show. Your day was wasted, pretty much, and it's not your fault. It's the resistance. If you're not aware of it, it will beat you down and drain you, drain away every single day of your life. So please share this episode on Twitter with hashtag NAE Podcast and at Laurie Laurie W. Davis, L-A-U-R-I-E. I'll link it in the show notes for a really, really good chance of winning a free copy. Or you can buy it here on Amazon on the show notes and help support the show at the same time through by using my affiliate link. Okay. So how does the war of art tie into today's guest? Easy. Our featured guest knows all about social media, meaning that she also understands the dark side of it as well. The side of social media that becomes the resistance and keeps you from doing what you need to do to be successful in real estate which is what this podcast is all about. And she gives us a lot of tips to keep the social media working for us and not against us. That being said, on today's show, your featured guest is Laurie Weston Davis, CEO of the Geeky Girls, broker and partner at Scott Lincecombe Properties in Pinehurst, North Carolina. I hope I pronounced that right. She was the 2014 president of the Pinehurst Southern Pines Area Association of Realtors and is a member of the 2015 MN Top 100 Most Influential Real Estate Leaders. Her credentials and rap sheet are not only extensive, but extremely impressive. And to say the least, I'm very honored to have her on today's show. Today, we talk about how being president and an active member of her local board has not only helped her business, but also expanded her understanding of real estate on a national level. We talk about branding 
and how your brand should coincide with your firm's branding. Also, she gives us the basics on how to brand ourselves across platforms. Something that I really, really took away from the interview is her advice on Twitter and how to really get the most out of it. She also gives you a plan on how to use social media and not allow it to use you. In my opinion, Laura's brilliance is that she can take the hectic world of social media, break it down, and explain it in a way that makes sense, is actionable, and that makes you want to go out and fix everything you've been doing wrong for years. Even in 20 minutes, we talk about so much more, and I know you're going to get a lot out of this episode. So without further ado, enjoy the show. All right, today on the show... We have a very special guest that we want to welcome, uh, Laurie Weston Davis from Geeky Girls. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Laurie. How are you doing? I'm great. How are you? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Yeah. Uh, so I, I guess to get started, uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, and uh, and about Geeky Girls. Well, uh, I am currently at, like, golly, I, I have a lot of different hats that I wear. I'm the owner of the Geeky Girls. I am a broker agent here in Pinehurst, North Carolina. Mm-hmm. I serve on my association board of directors as well as my MLS. And I also do a lot of teaching and speaking nationally all over the United States for different um, different groups. Um, I speak at Inman events. I also speak at associations and states conferences and all different kinds of things okay okay nice yeah um so i I have a list of questions but i'll kind of go by the cuff also but uh so 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 you joined um the board of your organization at pinehurst how um how how do you enjoy that like has it been a help for you or is it just kind of a a hassle actually it has been uh an extremely educational uh part of my real estate career. I've learned so much uh, serving on our local association board. I started about six years ago as a board member, and Mm -hmm. over the last six years, I've served as, um, well, I was president (laughs) last year. I'm currently past president of the association, but I've also served on uh, our MLS board as treasurer and so it's just given me a lot of insight into how things work uh, beyond just the office level. And also it's given me a lot of exposure at a national level with NAR and really mm-hmm. learning what the real estate industry is all about. It's so much bigger than what we do on a day-to-day basis. And so I've learned a tremendous amount by by serving Oh wow! Okay, okay, great. That's yeah. That's that's good to know because I've, I've thought about it before, but I just mm-hmm. didn't want it to be a hassle. I you know I know networking is everything. Uh, sure. But, you know, I mean that's, that's part good. of it. I mean it's you know mm-hmm. when you when you're part of you know, the association, you can serve on committees. Um, you, know, you can run for election to the board of directors. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of different ways you can contribute, and you know you get to know other local people. But if you're also participating at state and national levels, that kind of expands your exposure as far as knowledge and just networking. Um, but, you know, it's you're volunteering and you're, you are doing a job <laughs> right. when you do yeah. that. So you just have to be, you know, prepared to, to do something. And, you know, and it's part of it also is you have to be, as, when you're serving on an association board, you're serving as, you know, to, 
to for the best interest of all, not just you or not yeah. just your company. And so you have to kind of keep that in mind at all times. Great point. Great point. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you for that. Um, so I guess uh, tell us a little bit about Geeky Girls. The Geeky Girls, uh, we've been around for, I guess, about four years now. Okay. And it's there are four of us at this point uh, who are, are all geeky girls. And we come from a little bit different backgrounds and have different things that we bring to the table. Obviously, I'm a agent, broker. Um, technology has been one of my passions for many years, social media and different things that are going on. So um, it's just noisy here in my office. Don't pay any attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. We have fun. We have fun around here. Um, but uh, uh, so there's that. And then um, Melissa Case, who came on board earlier this year, she is a writer and blogger. And so she's got a lot of experience in, in that field and does a lot of our, our blogging on our site. And um, Tiffany Schellinger, she is a broker owner and she's from up in the Northeast and she has a lot of knowledge that she brings to the table. And uh, we just uh, recently brought on JC Reedman, who is a videographer and she works with, uh, has been working with real estate agents and, you know, doing video and stuff for them. But so she brings a little bit different perspective. She also serves on the NAR National Committee uh, Social Media Advisory Board. So she's, you know, she's got some different things that she she knows about too. So you know, everybody brings a little bit of something different. We all contribute in different ways, but the end goal is for us to help bring knowledge and information to real estate agents about technology in you know for the real estate industry. And we do that through our Facebook page, our blog, Twitter. We do a lot of. Um, curation just you know things that we see that we think other people might be interested in or should know about you so if you follow us you'll see a lot of articles that are just we push other people's content um but you know our goal is just really to be helpful to folks out there and that's it uh, yeah We're- that's- Fun and happy. I was going <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to say that's awesome because, you know, tech is a huge part of the real estate business. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't really go to any conference or convention or, you know, without having uh, some sure. kind of presentation on technology. And, Absolutely. you know, we all have, yeah, we all have our cell phones, our, our space phones in our pocket now that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, tell us everything. And our, our clients have all the information in front of them. So, yeah, that's, that's right. it's, it's great. It's great that you're doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I, guess I think. That, for well, one of the big problems is that there's so much coming at us all the time, and mm-hmm. it's so hard to keep up and to be able to figure out what what really works and you know what is necessary. And one of my big pushes over the last year or so is is to kind of streamline and mm-hmm. you know what do I really need to do this? Right. You know, because you can get so bogged down with technology if yeah. you know you just try to do too much. So. Yeah. So, so I'm a new real estate agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, in this scenario, I guess I am in real life still. But in this scenario, mm-hmm. I'm a real, real new real estate agent. Mm-hmm. I I grew up in the same town that I'm in now. Like, how do where, where do I start with social media to kind of rebrand myself as an agent? Well, okay. So that's one of my big topics is branding and 
how you go about that? Well, I think initially you need to sit down and kind of figure out what what is your brand about. And, and generally your personal brand, is it's about you. It's about who you are and what you feel is unique that you're going to bring to this transaction and how you're going to help your clients. So you need to sit down and kind of figure out what your um, we call it, it's kind of your elevator speech. It's your unique mm-hmm. value proposition. That's kind of the core of your brand. And then you kind of build it from there. So then once you have that kind of in place, and for example, for our company here, our company brand is, um, I work co-owner at um, Scott Lindsay Properties. And okay. we are, we live in a golf community. Pinehurst is very well known for golf. We host mm-hmm. the U.S. Open here. Every now and then, we have over 50 golf courses in our county. So our company is very golf-focused. The agents who work here, it's a small brokerage, but we have golfers that know the courses, that know the lifestyle, and Mm -hmm. we really cater to that kind of client. So that is kind of our brand focus as a company. And then each of our agents individually maybe refines that a little bit. So that's how they start with the brand, and then we go from there. So how would we then build out our, say, first step would be your website. So Mm -hmm. if you go to look at our website, you can see there's a lot of pictures of the golf-related stuff around town and talk about how we focus on that kind of lifestyle. And the same with then we have a Facebook page. It's very, well, one of them is it's Pinehurst Life, which it's not promoting necessarily real estate. It's promoting the lifestyle here in mm-hmm. Pinehurst and is golf-focused and community-focused. And, yes, we talk about real estate, and there's some, but it's not the primary focus. But we want them to know that, you know, that's what we do. But we want them to fall in love with the community, with the lifestyle, and us because that's all part of the picture. And it's the same way with our other social platforms. And we were talking about the community and the lifestyle on Twitter, on Instagram, and, and all those other places. Yeah. Okay, so... Sense. Yeah, it, it, it makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it definitely makes a lot of sense. So um, I guess so I should keep my website and social media all very similar, right? Because that's, yeah. that's what a brand is, to have the same... Yeah. The same um, image everywhere. Consistency across platforms is very critical for your branding. So okay. you know, you want to have once you've kind of decided what your brand is, then you have your logo that's created, and that would be consistent with all of your different uh, you know, platforms in social media, you know, everywhere online. You want to be as consistent as possible so that people will recognize you from place to place to place. So if they're active on multiple platforms and they come across you, they're going to know, oh, that's that's that same person or company. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, str- I struggle with that. I got to fix mm-hmm. that. Uh, you know, I have I have now, the same photo everywhere, but uh, yeah. Yeah, I even use um, you know, you have the um, the picture like for your your Facebook page, your cover photo. Mm-hmm. Or you know, and now you have that on Twitter and other other platforms. I'll try to use kind of the same one on all the platforms because it's just you want to be very recognizable. That's your you mm-hmm. know your brand. Nice. Okay. Since well, since you brought up Twitter, 
Mm-hmm. Um, I, understand, I understand it's important. I understand it's a big deal, but I, I never really got into it. So, mm-hmm. it's, you know, why is, why is it important for a new agent to be on Twitter? Well, I can feel your pain, and I actually wrote a blog <laughs> post about this a long, long time ago because um, I was a Facebook fanatic from the very yeah. beginning. That was my first love of, in social Amen. media. And then, you know, Twitter came along. I didn't get it. I thought it was stupid. I, you know, I just didn't, I didn't understand it. And mm-hmm. then I started following some different uh, folks in the industry. And I think that's key. You have to start following a good group of active you know, people on Twitter. That, mm-hmm. And I, I, it started to make more sense to me. And the more people that I followed and different companies, in the industry and in Twitter is just a very different voice than Facebook. It's more informational. It's more in the moment. Um, it's quick. And some personalities find that, you know, it's just more interesting that they enjoy that more. Um, well, whereas Facebook has a much longer shelf life per post, a, you know, a Twitter mm-hmm. post, a tweet, only, you know, it's, it's only as long as that feed <laughs> you know, it's scrolling. Yeah, yeah. If you follow a lot of people, your feed's going to be going pretty fast. So, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just a different, it's a different animal and some people enjoy it and some people don't. But I think if you find the right group of people and I've had friends, um, out there that will have posted a list of like the top 100 people in real estate, uh, to okay. follow. Okay. And, and, you know, that's going to change over time, but if you can go, one of the tricks would be to go to someone who you think is a good active um, Twitterer in the industry and look at who they follow and then start following those people. So okay. you could go to my account if you wanted to and look at all of the people that I follow and pick and choose and go through there and, and follow some of them. Okay. And, and I mean, just to, so what's the purpose of even following just to to read what they say? Yeah, or to like so, tweet right. back and well you could. Okay. Um and so that's at the at the bigger, broader picture for, for okay. real estate. So that part of it is okay, yes, you would do that, you'd follow, you'd you'd get information, you can jump into conversations with them, and that's the beauty of Twitter mm-hmm. is you don't have to be friends with someone, you know, they don't have to accept you to be friends to have a conversation with them. So you uh-huh. I've had conversations with people who are you know, very well known nationally in the industry on Twitter that I would have mm-hmm. never had the opportunity to meet in person necessarily. And, and, it, and, you know, it's pretty cool. And the other thing is you can start a relationship potentially on Twitter with someone like that. And then maybe you do have the opportunity to meet them in person at an event. And then they, you kind of have that history and yeah. it's not as awkward to go up and introduce yourself kind of situation so right right okay right, awesome yeah that's yeah. that's a great hey, point okay I, I never i never thought of it that way i've tweeted with spencer raskoff so <laughs> <laughs> and and i did get the chance to talk to him once so oh yeah was pretty cool nice. yeah awesome <laughs> yeah yeah and then so, okay, so that's the big picture, but then it's also at the local level. So you would also try and find other local businesses that you could follow, other people that are active on Twitter locally, depending on you know where you live. I live in a very small, it's, it's a village. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so there mm-hmm. weren't, yep. you know, a lot of real active tweeters here for a long time. We've got more now, um, but it's not going to be a, a 
huge number of people that are, are tweeting all the time here locally. But you could other businesses, um, you know, and that's where you kind of get into the whole purpose of it, you know, locally. But and being able to provide um, information about what's going on out there in the industry and in the market to other people who are going to follow you. So. Gotcha. Okay. Perfect. Great. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. information. Yeah. Maybe I'll maybe I'll start a little Twitter uh, yeah. campaign myself. Yeah. Give okay. it a shot. <laughs> I, might as well. It's free. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Except for uh, your time. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, how do how do how do we stay focused and efficient on uh-huh. social media? Because it's so easy to get trapped in the spiral of, uh, you know, the feed. Yeah. Absolutely. You have a plan. You have, there's a method to the madness. Um, mm. You're. It's part of as a real estate agent. If you're using it to generate or to potentially generate business, then you, you have to have some sort of a plan about what, you know, what you're going to be doing. And you have it time-locked. You know, you say, okay, maybe you dedicate, if you're going to be lead generating for four hours a day, maybe a half hour of that time is dedicated to social media because you are lead generating with social media. It's about growing relationships, and that's what lead mm-hmm. generating is about. So you time block it, spend that time doing it, and then you turn it off. I don't sit on Facebook all day long, and I don't sit with Twitter open all day long. Twitter is a mobile um, platform. It's not something I'm going to be sitting in front of a computer with anyway. You know, I'm out and about. I might take a picture and tweet it and, you know, Instagram, same thing, you know, I'm going to be taking pictures and posting them. It's not something that you're going to be doing continually. You can do it while you're sitting, waiting in line somewhere. You're at the dentist office waiting for your appointment. Those are times you can fill doing a little bit of social media. So That's true. Okay. So, so what, what is, what does your plan look like? If I wanted to create a plan mm-hmm. uh, to generate leads, you know, where, where do I start? Oh, goodness me. Well, you have to start, Building number one, who's your audience? That's the first thing you have to decide. Who is your audience? Who is your target? Uh, and if you're going to to begin, for me, I would probably start on Facebook because that's where so many people are. And mm-hmm. uh, if you have built a, a strong individual page, your personal page, then you might want to think about starting a business page and. You just have to realize that now with Facebook, you're not going to be able to do that for free. <laughs> it's, mm, you really? have to be prepared because, yes, I mean, Facebook went public. They have to make money. They have investors. So how are they generating cash? Well, over the last year and a half or so, they, you know, you basically took, it used to be everybody who liked your page saw things that you post now it's not so much. You might be like about 2% of your likers actually see what you post unless mm. you're boosting uh, posts or creating yeah. ads. So that's really how you know we use our page for the business part of it is if we want to create an ad or if we want to boost a particular post about something that we're doing with our, you know, our company, um, that'll be that. And then we do post information for people potentially who – are following and and would happen to go to the page, then they would see other information as well. So 
you know, that's how I would kind of start trying to create a social media presence um, and time block that. I spend normally, I do a lot of stuff in the morning because you can schedule posts with okay. uh, on a page. So I, I'm an early riser. I'm usually up like 5.36 in the morning. So I will spend a little quiet time with my computer and my cup of chai tea and <laughs> schedule things out. You could even schedule them you know, over the weekend if you had a couple hours and you know, wanted to spend a little time on your social then, you could go ahead and set things up for the following week and then have posts that come out. And the other thing is a content calendar is a good thing to have. So you kind of have an idea of what types of content you're going to post on different days. And so maybe you have it figured out, well, on Mondays, I'm going to consistently be posting uh, a picture of something. Tuesdays, I'm going to curate an article that I think is interesting from somewhere else in the industry. Mm-hmm. Wednesdays, that's the day that we're going to post our, our blog post that we've written, our original content. And you know, Thursdays, something else. So you kind of have an idea okay. of what's going to be coming out. So you're not just racking your brain every time, like, what right. am I going to do now? You kind of have an idea, a map laid out ahead of you. Awesome. Okay, yeah, that's a great plan. Yeah, I think that's going to be uh, great for people to be able to implement. And I'll... Uh, I'll definitely put all this in the show notes and I'll definitely be doing it myself. Good. Uh, but, <laughs> all right. So I, time's running low. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to hold you too far, too long, sure. but um, I guess so my last question is something I kind of ask everyone is, uh, so it's, I'm a new agent as in all my, my examples. Mm-hmm. It's Monday morning. I just got my license. I'm in the office. I'm, I'm at home in my, my home office. What, what should I be doing? Uh, I guess on social media or with branding to, mm-hmm. you know, give myself the best chance of success. Well, I think if you're a brand new agent and you're starting out, you have to be building, building your database and building those relationships because that's what the real estate business is all about. It's about, mm-hmm. it's a relationship based business. It's about who, you know, um, not everybody's going to be buying a house today or tomorrow but you still have to maintain those relationships. So it's about constantly creating, maintaining, and building relationships. And however you can do that, whether it's getting on the phone, whether it's going out and meeting people, whether it's you know interacting on Facebook or Twitter, as long as you are building those relationships for future business and, you know, hey, you're going to stumble along some businesses right now too while you're doing that that's the hope mm-hmm. um that's what you need to be doing and you need to be doing it every day awesome awesome great stuff laura yeah thank thank you for being on the show um what is the best way people can reach you well you can find me on facebook laurie weston davis uh and you can message me there or twitter i'm laurie w davis on twitter or also through the Geeky Girls. Uh, we have our Facebook page uh, and our, our website, so you can contact me through either of those as well. Awesome. All right, well, thank you for being on the New Age and Edge podcast, Laurie. Uh, I really appreciate you coming on, and I think it was a lot of great information here. Okay. So uh, I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me. <laughs> All right, bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, everyone. As usual, I'd like to do a little recap of today's show just so you remember what you learned Uh, So on today's show, we talked about how you should consider joining your local organization and why it's important, uh, how having consistent look and photo and cover photo across all of your platforms is the key to branding yourself properly. 
We talked about Lori's love affair with Twitter and how finding the right people to follow is key to enjoying Twitter and being successful on it. And uh, I also linked to the blog article that she mentions writing way back a long time ago, back in 2012. Uh, you can find it on the show notes page at uh, thenewagentedge.com slash Laurie. In the show notes, she also mentions tweeting and chatting with Spencer Raskoff, who even though I laughed in the show, I had absolutely no idea who that he was. So I Googled him, and the first thing I saw was, of course, his Twitter profile. Since we talked about Twitter today, it links up perfectly. And a photo of him in gold MC Hammer pants in front of the New York Stock Exchange. So Laura is definitely a big deal in my book. You have a plan or four words of wisdom from Laurie on how to effectively manage social media for lead generation. Have a plan, time block it, and then turn it off. Very, very, very expert advice from Laurie. Very knowledgeable. I love this show. I could go on and on because Laurie has such a wealth of knowledge, and I really admire all that she does for real estate. If you want to work with her, go to her website, thegeekygirls.com. Follow her on Twitter, at Laurie W. Davis, L-A-U-R-I-E W. Davis. Or, if you're in Pinehurst and want to buy your next home, please reach out to her. She'll take care of you, and you'll have a lot of fun in the process, I'm sure. So thank you again, Laurie, for coming on the show. Lastly, if you're still listening to this, then you must have really enjoyed this episode. Please, please, please share it on Twitter, share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, share it on Pinterest, or whatever you like, and let Laurie and myself know that you enjoyed the show. The cool thing about sharing on Twitter is Twitter is that you can use my podcast SoundCloud link to embed the player right into your tweet. Well, thanks again for listening, and I'll let somebody else, many me, say, talk to you next week. All right, son, say, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week. Okay, all right. Thanks, guys, for listening.